So uh, first and foremost, uh, you just give us a sense of how we got to this point where you are now holding a silent protest uh, in front of the Premier's offices. What happened exactly? Well, um, we've been having meetings with the Premier's office. And the last meeting on the 15th of September, the DG from the Premier's office basically made the undertaking to pay the families on the 10th of December. Um, And this past Saturday, we had another meeting where, unfortunately, it was announced that they will not be able to make the date of the 18th, I mean, of the 10th today. And the families were very unhappy about that. So uh, was there any reasons given uh, as to why the payments haven't been made yet? Well, the Premier's office basically was citing the fact that the verification has taken a lot longer than they had anticipated. But also the other issue was that too many family members are coming forward to claim for one one, um, patient. And it was causing a bit of a problem as to who of the, um, you know, of the families coming forward should then get the money. So they proposed the, the master's office um, to actually get involved. And the families were very, very unhappy about this. But, but that, of course, I think you could also recognize is a bit of a problem because if we're talking about 144 patients who died, uh, 134 mm-hmm. have been paid out. Uh, are you able to confirm that for us? Well, 134 families have been paid. Um, the new families that have come forward now, from, from what we were told, are 398. 398? Um, 398 have come forward now, uh, and these are the ones we're expecting to be paid now on the 10th of December. But but then, as you say, uh, the, the maths doesn't add up. Because no, no, no. We're so, we're so far away from the, the 1,000... Um, 711 that needs to be completed. Oh, the 1,700, not just uh, the 144 who died. No, it's every, it's literally everybody who was ah. affected one way or the other. Both the survivors and uh, the, the deceased families must be compensated. Ah, thanks for that clarity, Christine. So that makes better sense. And yes. um, also uh, with uh, to regard to today's uh, protest, have you been met? Have you seen anybody, spoken to anybody and what has been said? To be honest with you, um, Sakina, it's a few of the family members. We just feel that government is, is delaying the process. Some of the family members, yes, they are very aggrieved about the fact that they're not being paid today. But at the same time, they are giving government another leeway to say, look, come back to us as soon as you can as to what you can do. So the few that are protesting outside are those who actually just think this, this was just a, a, a delay tactic and they're not, they're not willing to accept basically government's excuse. Uh, is there any indication that you will speak to someone at some point? Um, at this point, I'm not too sure. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. And what will your next step be uh, should these payments not be made? Well, look, the government said that on Wednesday they will be meeting um, the master of the office, uh, master's office, um, for them to give clarity as to what the process will be for families. And from from there on, they'll be able to say how long it takes. So I suppose um, the only other option that families have right now is to wait and hear that date because I don't think the government is about to change, um, you know, doing this. Because to be honest with you, as much as I hate the delay, but at the same time, I don't want the money to go to the wrong person. You know what I mean? I would rather have the right family member be compensated. So it's a catch-22 for the families, really. And we join on the line now by spokesperson for the Gauteng Provincial Government, Tabo Masebe. Thanks so much for speaking to us, Mr. Masebe.
Thank you. Thank you, Sakil. I wanted to ask why the families have not yet been paid. Well, Sakina, we're talking about new claims here, claims that were made after uh, Justice Musaneke had given his award in March. Um, you would recall that uh, when he gave his award, he did indicate that uh, he's aware that not all families that were affected by the life uh, tragedy had participated in the proceedings, in the arbitration proceedings. And uh, he further went on to say that uh, he expected that uh, as they find their voice and way and come forward to make their claims, he expects government to apply the same uh, terms as contained in the arbitration award, uh, as opposed to starting a new litigation process. And of course, as government, we fully accepted uh, his award uh, and uh, indeed uh, a number of families started approaching government uh, with new claims uh, after we had uh, uh, after the arbitration uh, uh, proce- proceedings uh, had concluded uh, these are the claims that we are now talking about they are being verified and one of the key uh, parts of uh, verification is to establish uh, one the relation the nature of relationship between the people who are making the claims and the mental health care uh, users on whose behalf the claims are being made uh, and together with that is also to deal with the issues relating to the authority to act on behalf of the mental health care users uh, in case of the deceased it would be a curator and in, uh, uh, in case of um, uh, the ones that are still alive, uh, there has to be a legal authority given to the people who are making the claims. Mm. So all this, this is the key part of the process. And that is not done by government. It has to be performed by the court.